This is TechCrunch. This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far-off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e-commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy-to-use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60-day trial at ShipStation.com slash technews. That's ShipStation.com slash technews. You're listening to The Daily Crunch. Today's story is brought to you by Deloitte, recognizing that no two companies are alike and neither are the paths to IPO. Deloitte helps emerging growth companies adapt and prepare for uncharted territory with high-quality audit services that deliver key insights and help light the way forward. Deloitte.com slash US slash EGC. Avengers Endgame is a very silly movie, but it ends in exactly the right way. A mostly spoiler-free review by Anthony Ha. With just a few days until the release of Avengers Endgame, Marvel fans everywhere are probably wondering, A, who dies, and B, will this actually resolve the cliffhanger ending of Infinity War in a satisfying way? Uh, so just to get it out of the way, A, I'm not telling, and B, kind of, mostly, it depends. Certainly, if you're like me and found yourself fatigued by the constant overcrowded battles of Infinity War, the beginning of Endgame will come as an enormous relief. There's a brief flicker of action, then we get plenty of time to deal with the fallout from Infinity War. And if you don't already know how that movie ends, why are you reading this review? We see that half the population of Earth and the universe really died after Thanos' magical finger snap, leaving the original Avengers team and a handful of other heroes to try to rebuild and move on. There's plenty about the aftermath that simply gets hand-waved away with a few shots of empty streets and grieving extras, but we get to spend time with characters like Iron Man, Captain America, and the Hulk to see how they've responded and changed in the wake of universal catastrophe. Of course, they're not sitting around and moping for the entire three-hour runtime. Eventually, a plan is hatched to undo what Thanos has done. And while I'm going to stay as vague as possible about that plan, I think it's safe to say that the result are textbook fan service. After all, as its name makes clear, Endgame is meant to serve as the culmination of the entire Marvel Cinematic Universe and as a final act for some of its most famous heroes. The film's middle stretch feels very much like a farewell tour, working overtime to remind viewers of everything they like about these characters and their stories. Die-hard Marvel fans, I suspect, will eat it up. Casual viewers may not be quite as satisfied. Personally, I was delighted when I realized what the filmmakers were going to do. But as these sequences went on and on and on, my enthusiasm waned. By the time the grand finale began, virtually all the goodwill built up during the film's opening had evaporated. So by the simple metric of whether Endgame finds a way to reverse the ending of Infinity War in a way that doesn't feel cheap or cynical, I'm afraid I'd say it's a failure, and I'm not sure I can claim that the ending is any less cynical or sentimental. 
For this viewer, however, that ending absolutely works so effectively that it not only salvages the movie, not only helps me forgive the draggy bits, but even makes me think of Infinity War more warmly. As the MCU has gone on, it's become increasingly difficult to regard the whole enterprise without skepticism, to see it as something other than an excuse to create one guaranteed blockbuster after another, each one leading inexorably to the next. And although some of those blockbusters are very good indeed, Marvel's weakest moments feel like obvious concessions to this strategy, with stories that either grind to a halt introducing new characters and subplots, or get dragged out needlessly in sequel after sequel. But in the closing minutes of Endgame, I forgot all that. As our heroes arrived for a final desperate battle, it felt like the triumphant climax that every single one of these films has been building up to. And when that end came, it wasn't an excuse to conveniently shuffle certain actors offstage. Instead, Marvel found a natural endpoint for the character stories. And in one case, the film's final shot, it didn't just feel natural, it felt perfect. There will be more Marvel movies. The Avengers will inevitably return, at least in some form, but I was thrilled and moved with the way some of them said goodbye. As I tweeted just after seeing the movie, just got out of an Endgame press screening and my jaw literally aches from holding in loud sobs. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more— and they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.